0: What's good, everybody? It's your girl Anaya here, and we are back at it again with another episode. What is it? Season two. I just like saying season two, if you haven't noticed, but because without you all's continuous support, I wouldn't be here. Um, just the encouragement and upliftment, and and just support that I got for season one. I'm like, dang, like this is something I could really do. So I'm just so appreciative of everybody's support. So if you are listening, if you haven't, leave a five star review on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, wherever. We're streaming everywhere. Amazon Music, you can listen everywhere. So I just appreciate you all's continuous support. Um, Without further ado, let's hop into the episode. So you guys know, vital part of the episode, we got to. That's an understatement. We have to um, highlight our women in the sports industry, right? And so today is something... I think it's a unique story, most importantly, but something that I think a lot of individuals aren't even aware or don't really even know about, right? Um, I don't know if everybody knows who Natasha Cloud is, but she's a 2019 WNBA champion. So she got some hardware on the finger, she got a ring. Um, she's a WNBA champion. So after she won the championship, usually it's natural or innate. We think that people are like two Pete, three Pete, but she was like, no, Pete. And she decided that she would forego the next season, um, that she wasn't going to play with her teammates and that she was going to use that time to take the initiative to do something that was entirely bigger than her, bigger than us, bigger than basketball. And that's just admirable is an understatement, in my opinion, you know, Um, so. She decided, hey, I'm foregoing a season. I'm not doing that. And you may be like an I okay, what was she doing? What's bigger than her? What's more important? And so this previous summer, you guys know the 2020 summer, so much happened, so much went on. Um, it was crazy. Um, the passing, not the passing, the murder of many individuals, just to name a few, will be Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Amal Aubrey and other individuals. Um, so obviously, um, those touch Natasha Cloud in a different way as they did touch me too. And I hope that they touch you all. Um, and she said, yeah, I'm not playing. My community needs me, the black community needs me. And there's so much bigger work that needs to be done than getting in the gym and working on my handle. Um, so that's amazing. And it's admirable that coming off of a, a championship season, you say, nah, I'm not for it. So it's crazy. And She did that in in one of the works that she did, which she did a lot of things. She organized a march in light of George's Floyd's death, um, which was just amazing. It's great because protest is a form of, you know, it's a great form of awareness and having your voices heard and things of that sort. So that was just absolutely amazing, right? Absolutely amazing. And then on top of that, you might be wondering like, okay, Anaya. WNBA players they don't be getting paid a bag for real. So where did Shorty get this money, right? I was trying to think the same thing too, and you be, I I think you'd be shocked. But it's also like, dang, okay, that's that's great. So she got her funding from her season from Converse. Now you might be wondering why Converse. What does Converse have to do with her? Not a lot of people can say that they're the first. She is the first female basketball player to ever have you know a contract with Converse um coming out of the season and most importantly since they revamped their basketball section of the the company they didn't have any female athletes you know so you know they have Kelly Oubre and and they have other individuals but they didn't have a female basketball player so that's first of all just amazing to say that she was the first that converse gave her the opportunity but besides signing a contract with converse they're like hey we're gonna give you this contract money and we want you to be a part of our team and family but guess what we believe in your initiative and we're gonna pay for your salary for you missing the season so money you ain't missing out on none of that go do what you do best um go support your community go make a difference we back you we support you and we're here for it um, that's amazing, because you didn't hear the Jordan brand doing that for Maya Moore. Not at all, you know, so no shade, no diss, just saying, just pointed out that um, it's amazing the work she's done. It's amazing that Converse decided to pay her salary and support her because um, you had people like Alana Deladone, who was going through medical issues during the WNBA season this previous season. And they were like, girl, won't care. Like, won't care that you have Lyme's disease, which is just inconsiderate and insensitive um, for the WNBA's organization. And it's like, you money hungry, and you ain't even paying these people a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So that's just amazing. So shout out to Natasha Cloud. Shout out to the work that she did. Um And you know, I hope she gets her next ring coming back in the 2021 season. Uh, but, you know, the new champs were Sue Bird, Jewel Lloyd, Brianna Stewart, and others are part of their team. Um, but without further ado, we highlight it. Um, but I want to talk about, jump into what we're going to talk about this episode, right? So I find myself paying homage to Natasha Cloud, like I just did. Paying homage to Maya Moore, one of the first episodes. Taylor Rooks and all of these individuals who I find over who I look up to, I study them, you know, I watch them. And it's just amazing just to see the work that they're doing. And I'm always trying to be a sponge and learn from them. Right. Um, But something that I haven't realized is like, girl, you got to highlight yourself too. And not in a cocky way, but most importantly, in a way where this journey that I'm on the podcast is a journey. The podcast is a journey that I'm on with you all. Right. And so we talk about controversial sports topics. We talk about everything that's been happening and that's been going on within the industry. We talk about the preseason, previous decisions. You know, we have intricate and great conversations, or at least I do, and you guys are engaging in and listening to them. Um, But besides that, I'm realizing, like, hey, and I, you, there's an absence of allowing people to see what you're doing, because if you don't follow me on LinkedIn, or if you don't know me personally, personally, or if you don't um, have me on Instagram, you probably aren't aware of the accolades that I'm getting or the things that I'm involved in within the sports industry and I'm coming to realize like hey these people you know your listeners may love sports but they also might have aspirations to be within the sports industry so it's important for you to every once in a while this besides you know highlighting what's happening within the NBA or the WNBA highlight what's happening within your journey too the NBA or the WNBA, right? Um, but not in a playing side, but more so on the business side or whatever I, you know, desire to do. And I think even, you know, a lot of people on this podcast who don't know me personally probably didn't even know that that's something that I want to do. A lot of people think I want to be an analyst because I have the podcast, and that's not the case, right? So just really wanted to use this episode um, to pass on some knowledge about my journey, um, the things that I've been going through update you all just on my career progress within the sports industry and I hope that it's fruitful I hope that you guys are learning um but let's just start from the start so this summer I was like man elevation elevation was just like the key word in my head I need to elevate I need to get better and I need to make a dent within the sports industry I need to forge myself right come on now you got to do it cool so I was like okay I'm gonna do the podcast you guys see how well that's been going for me, but also Mariah Bird. If you're listening to this, shout out to Mariah. Mariah texted me. It um, was like, "Hey, girl, sign up for this. This is an opportunity." And it was an agent academy from some black agent named Joshua Grady. Joshua, if you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you so much, and I look up to you literally. Um, and if he's listening to this, you know you guys will understand further why I'm saying that. But he had an agent academy. And it was just how to become an agent, the ins and outs. So during the summer, I've always tried to, my major is marketing, but I've tried to figure out, hmm, do I wanna market athletes or do I wanna be an agent? I mean, you can do both, but do I just wanna solely focus on marketing or do I wanna handle contracts too? Do I wanna handle recruiting too? Do I wanna handle these things? So I was like, man, Agent Academy was $100. Now the prices went up because Joshua was in his bag. So if you are interested, Follow him on Instagram at agentgrady underscore. Um, he's actually having classes signed up soon. He just released it. So um, I think the price is two seventy five. So I would say it's definitely worth your money because you have a lot of Asian academies that are $1,000 like Steinberg, Chris Cabot, Leigh Steinberg, all these other individuals. And it's not even worth that much when you can be getting the same literature and information and knowledge from Joshua for $800 less. Don't sleep take advantage of the opportunity because I'm gonna tell y'all why right so I did the podcast I'm like cool I'm gonna sign up for this Asian Academy all right I'm in the Asian Academy and first of all Joshua's a black young man 28 I'm 19 who you know you know what I'm saying? Who do, who, who, what black people do we know personally that we can access and be like, hey, I'm learning from this black agent who's actually doing well, who's actually signing players, who actually has the connection. Um, It's amazing. So we're, we have Zooms. I was getting on Monday at 10, 1030. It was eight week program. And I'm talking about, it was fruitful. I was learning so much, you guys. Um, I didn't even know how much capital it took to be an agent how you have to pay for combine training for players, how you have to um recruit players a year in advance and be reaching out to people. I learned um, you know, what the agent certification process consists of. I learned about marketing, how do you talk to players, how do you recruit, how do you make presentations, I learned so much in the span of eight weeks, it was so eye opening, and then to learn from somebody who's your color, who looks like you, who's not older, but younger, who can relate to you personally and literally, it was amazing, so after I finished Asian Academy, I'm like, man, Joshua, you know, he's also a person who really inspired me on a journey. We had him on a podcast. So if you listen, if you haven't, I would definitely go check out the podcast that I have with Joshua Grady. But that's besides the point. Um, Just doing that, I was like, elevation, podcast, Asian Academy, elevation, right? So I did those two things. Obviously, they were fruitful. Obviously, I feel like, you know, it was a disservice to myself if I didn't invest my time in both of those things but I also interned with Paragon Marketing Group this summer Paragon Marketing Group is the um a company who you know when LeBron used to have his first games um uh, at his school in high school they were the first people to broadcast it. so when you see Bronny on tv as Sierra Kane and things like that Montverde they're in charge of it with their partnership with espn they've worked with gatorade they still work with gatorade they've worked with sharpie um so many other people i had the opportunity to intern with them this summer um and it was virtual of course which kind of sucked but at the end of the day i was still learning and making connections so i was over there it was so dope because i was helping bring food for uh, you know have the orders of food for the WNBA bubble and to have Brianna Stewart's email and have um <laughs> and to have uh literally you you making their meals for Sue Bird and things like that like even though it's like a meal I was like gee like I got Brianna Stewart's email I, I see Sue Bird like I'm doing this for her like oh my gosh she doesn't know but I'm doing it and I know like period so I was happy and you can hear my voice I was super excited um so you're probably like anaya how did you get this internship with paragon so i'm the president of the sports business association on campus at uiuc and they before i was the president you know i was just a little member little freshman trying to network trying to get as many emails as possible and build relationships because i want to be a force to reckon with within the sports industry by the time that you know i graduate college and after so they had an event paragon marketing group was going to speak and talk about their company. So a day before the event, I'm looking up like, what the hell is paragon marketing group? What is that? You know, what, what do they do? I'm like, okay, this is of interest for me. Went to the event. Um, you had Matt Waits and Amy Ruth's talking, um, and they were just, you know, talking about the company woo. woo. And they were like, yeah, we only, we're really only taking interns that are 21. Um, you have to be older. So I'm sitting in the thing like, dang, I'm 18. (laughs) I'm like, dang, I don't even qualify for the internship, but I would love to do it. So I'm like, dang. And my goal is a freshman. I know a lot of people wait until sophomore year to get an internship. If you know me, I'll wait for none. I don't, believe in age restrictions I don't believe in age limits I don't believe in any of that you tell me I gotta wait till I'm 21 to get your internship I guarantee you I'll get it when I'm 18 right that's just a mindset that I have when I go into things so I'm like nah I'm gonna I'm gonna get this internship <laughs> and so um after they ended the presentation I'm like I'm, I'm of interest I'm with my friend star we like yeah this dope this dope okay let's go introduce ourselves cool went up to Amy me and Star both work for the marketing department at the, at the University of Illinois. So we were talking about that experience and I found that relation and connection to her because she likes to tailgate in, in Illini football games. And I'm like, okay, so we talking. I'm like, girl, I got to catch you with a tailgate. Like, you know, woo-woo. do you have a car? Yeah, of course I have a car. You know, just stay in touch. Hopefully I'll see you guys at a tailgate. Woo-woo. I left. That night, went to my room, emailed Amy. Hi, Amy. It was a pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm not sure if you remember me. My name is Anaya Jones, but it was super intriguing to learn about Paragon. Um, the presentation was insightful. I look forward to seeing you at one of the tailgates. I hope um, it was. I think it was coming towards Thanksgiving. Hope you have a good holiday. You know, weekend with your family. Simple keys. The key, y'all. Follow up emails. Y'all hear a lot of people talking about them, but a lot of people don't do it. Follow up emails. Make a person remember you. Wow, Anaya took the time out of her time to, that makes somebody feel good, you know? And it just shows you like, okay, you're serious. You care, you wanna build this connection. Because now I'm kind of straying from the word network, but it's about building relationships. Because you can network with people and not really like them or not really have a connection and not really have something come from it. But when you're actively trying to build a relationship with somebody, a friendship, a connection, that's when good things come that's when good things come email her and you know how i told y'all the internship was for 21 and up anaya still applied (laughs) i still applied i was like "Mm -hmm, we're gonna see because they said they prefer they didn't say it was a limit they just said they prefer so okay i'll still try it doesn't hurt because what's the worst that can happen somebody telling you no but i don't want to ever be in the back of my mind like dang what if uh and DNA actually and I could have no take advantage of every opportunity apply for every scholarship apply for anything that you need to do because at the end of the day all you get worst you can get is no worst you can get is no so it's like okay and I remember Joshua Grady who I, who I'm gonna mention furthermore um Joshua has said before um what if somebody told you that you're you know 10 nos away from a yes? You would keep going, and you would keep wanting to get your nose until you got to that yes. So that's kind of how you have to look at everything. So, Amy emailed me back. Was like, yeah, Naya, it's great. You know, I, you know, uh, you know, it was a pleasure meeting you. Um, make sure that you, you know, apply for the internship if you can. Email her back, like I already did. Cool. Never got an email back from her. I would say a day or two later, I'm getting an email from Matt Waits, who's the vice president of Paragon. What? He's like, hey Anaya, um, kind of like Amy told me about you, let's 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 set up, you know, interview for internship. I'm like, whoa, like they don't even take people my age. So I'm going through the interview process, had an interview with him, had an interview with two other individuals, got called into their office downtown in Chicago to have two more interviews in person, got the internship. He told me. And this was, it's just an amazing feeling. He told me while I was in the office, like, hey, Anaya, you're an investment for our company. We definitely see a long-term future with you. We like what we see. Um, this is the first intern we've ever had before. And most importantly, you're the youngest. We don't do this. We don't have people working in our office. He was like, I like you a lot. I don't even exactly know, but we want you, to, what we want you to do with the internship. But I know that you're basically somebody that we can't let go. So we're going to make a way for you. What? To have a company of prestige like that, to say that to you, an individual, all I did was follow up and talk about tailgating. You get what I'm saying? And, and, And the position that I applied for, the internship that was for 21 and above, I didn't get that. I got to work in the office. I got to work, you know, with the WNBA. I got to meet new people. I got to work on ESPN accounts. I'm doing work for ESPN right now on their account with them, helping, you know, find teams to showcase and things like that that's amazing but that really all came from trusting myself being myself and betting on myself I was confident okay if this opportunity isn't for me well we're gonna build the relationship until I'm 21 you get what I'm saying and I didn't think that something was gonna come from it as soon because I thought y'all are looking for somebody my age turns out I just happened to make a good impression so that was what my summer consists of podcast Asian Academy internship prepare paragon, super fruitful and rewarding. Then I'm getting, um, you know, like I talked about Joshua Grady, the Asian Academy. So I'm supporting his podcast. I'm reaching out to him sometime, you know, for advice or talking about a podcast. Um, I was reading the books that he was recommending, texting him about that, texting Joshua about that. And I got an email from him, not an email, a text. Hey, Anaya. It was right before I was going to go to school, before August. Hey, Anaya, I'm having an internship um, program. Uh, I don't exactly know everything it'll consist of, but I'd love to have you be a part of it. Let me know if you're interested. What? A sports agency? So I'm hyped because I already admire Joshua. I study him. I'm following him. I love the Agent Academy. I learned so much in eight weeks. And that was just him telling me what his process was. So now I'm going to be behind the scenes working for your company? I was like, of course, absolutely. Let me know when to start. He's like, okay, bet. We're going to start in September. September comes around, we've done the work. Now it's January. I mean, that was December, about to be January of 2021. When I say being with GSA has been the most fulfilling experience I've ever had in my life, that's a fact. Um, Joshua, if you listen to this, the straight facts, like this is really how I feel. Um, being around other interns like Rodney. Rodney wants to be an agent. Rodney's like a big bro to me. Lexi, who I continue to learn from. Jason Leigh, who I continue to learn from. It's just crazy, you know? And to have the opportunity to come to me, and I was trying to figure out, and I probably got to ask Joshua this, like, why me? Because really in the Asian Academy, we didn't do anything but listen to him, ask questions, and we had a final presentation with our group where, you know, we presented as if we were recruiting a player. And if I made that impression from two hours once a week that, hey, this is a person I want on my team, I'm just grateful for the opportunity, simply grateful for the opportunity. So I'm starting intern with Grady. We're going through the recruiting process. So we're making presentations for players. We're pitching to players. I'm getting to present. I'm getting to make presentations. I'm getting to see behind the scenes what it takes. I'm talking to families and parents about what GSA can offer to their players. Top NFL prospects top NFL prospects I'm having conversations with their family as a sophomore I'm not a junior and I'm on my second internship it was like this is not a boast it's really just like an appreciation for the process and just really some encouragement for y'all be you never give up don't allow people to put limits on your age don't let people always say wait till sophomore get it if you can get one freshman year go get it there's no limit for you because really people really don't care about age it's really about relationship. I built a relationship with Matt. I built a relationship with Amy. I built a relationship with Joshua. And I gave off myself as I can provide value to them. That's all you want to do is provide value to people. And with that being said, he's provided 10 times more value back to me. And it's crazy. And I wasn't looking for no money. I didn't want money from Joshua or anything like that. And through our experience, it's December 29th. I've made over 20 presentations or help with prospect presentations we've talked to over 15 parents and 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 clients and players on top of that I'm running GSA's Twitter I'm about to run GSA's Instagram and then we've signed two of our first clients for the 2021 draft class we signed Grant Stewart who's a um ACC first team um a dog like literally great, a spiritual man, shout out to Grant for just trusting us in GSA. And then we signed Jason Pinnock, um, who is uh, just a great individual, a great player from Pittsburgh. Grant went to University of Houston. And it's like, bro, I can literally say that I helped with that process. There's nothing more rewarding than that. And as a, a sophomore, I think I'm more grateful for the opportunity because I know people don't get to be so up close to the process at all i have friends at other internships who are like we don't know what players they're recruiting we don't know anything we don't really have a connection with them they just keep us out the loop we're just interns to them and joshua embraced us and now i'm not just an intern anymore i work for gsa grady sports agency and it's like that's crazy but it just comes from adding value being a team player being confident always intentionally and deliberately trying to build connections with people and relationships with people adding value to them trust me is going to come tenfold back to you and it's going to be so rewarding um but also being with GSA it's also showed me about being an agent agent um it shows you the ins and out. it shows you how you know how spiteful other big agencies can be how you know Tedious the process is how it's really all about relationships and feel. If people feel comfortable, if they trust you, they're gonna sign with you. If they don't really have a real connection with you, or it's not really their feelings off, nine times out of ten they're not gonna sign with you. Um, so that's amazing, and it's just a bigger agency. Grant Stewart, of course, chose us, but a bigger agency told him a huge agency. I won't mention them, but they told they told um Grant, you're you're better for GSA what? You told, you're one of the biggest agencies and you're telling a player, yeah, you're, that small agency, what they call small, we ain't small, but that agency, that's, that's a better place for you. As a bigger agency, why would you give up money? You want to know why? Because Grant has a lot of aspirations to build um, his marketing portfolio and become more than an athlete. And if he's not a first round pick, The real truth is why they told him that because you ain't a guaranteed first round pick. So we mm -mm, we not even go invest that time into you or really guarantee. And it really struck me like. And I want y'all to think about this. Do you really want to work for a bigger agency or do you want to start your own with real intentions and pure intentions? Because if if I was in a room with an agency and they told me that. I would be a little upset because Joshua always says this and his dad, Woodrow Grady, told him this. And it's one of the biggest learning lessons that I've learned being a part of this internship. You should treat every client that you sign as if they are the top priority. Nobody should feel less than because at the end of the day, we're all humans. And if you aren't being treated like a top priority, it's probably because you're not a Chris Paul or probably because you're not, you know, a Ben Simmons or a Clay Thomas or a Jeff Okuda and all of these other individuals, but it's because it's about money. And I just thought that was it was eye opening for the organization to me to learn about the organization. But just the agent industry and the sports industry. As a person, I think there's a lack of real morals of we have your best interest no matter what. No, no, no. Bigger agencies like we have your best interest if you're going to bring us big bank immediately. If you're the number one person immediately, if you're a number one first round pick. Now, if you're not we're going to sign your contract and we're going to take your money, but we're really not going to give you as much attention as we would this person. And I think that's so petty and so unfair. And so that's why I love working for GSA because it's like, we're going to treat everybody like they're special they their priority. Cause we feel passionate about, you know, having, making sure that everybody's, you know, ideas and dreams are coming true. You feel me? So it was like, that's crazy. So I'm just thankful for the opportunity to learn every day, um, especially for my team. Like I said, Rodney, Lexi, Jason, shout out to them. Um, and then those are really, that's really been my my top three big things that have happened since I started the podcast. Um, like I helped sign two NFL draft prospects that I'm pretty sure will get drafted. That's crazy. And we're in talks with, the number one, I won't say what position, but a guy at the number one position, and I might have to give y'all an update because I think we're pretty close to signing him. It's amazing. And it's definitely, to see the, the the progress of GSA in just a few months, I see nothing but unlimited, you know, prosperity for the company. And it's just, it's, it's really, it's just rewarding to say, like, I helped do this. To say that my name is even in a, in a conversation or a part of this, that's just... So rewarding, more than anybody would ever know. Um, So my advice would just be, like I said, be yourself, trust God. And sometimes I'd be like, dang, I got so much on my plate, or I'm doing this, I'm doing Paragon, I'm doing a podcast. But I'm like, you sit back. You're like, I prayed for this. I used to pray for this. I used to pray to have these opportunities. Now that they're here, take them. Take advantage of them. Prioritize your time. Time manage well, because you prayed for this. And I can't even... Be mad because all I have are good options. You know, like that's amazing to have good options. Um, I know I'm going on a tangent, but I'm super super passionate about it. And I just want to let you all know if you're listening and you aspire to be in the sports industry and and you would like to, you know, learn more about my experience or get some advice, hit me up at your wrong sir underscore at um my Instagram or go to the Your Wrong Sir website. We have a website up. If you don't follow the Instagram, um, now you know. We have a website, Um, So just reach out to me and let me know. I'm here to help. And I just really, I just want people to feel the same way that I do, seriously. Um, and I'll end it out with this. So like I said earlier, I was contemplating, do I want to be an agent or do I want to be a marketing rep? And I think with my experiences, I'm, I'm not 100% sure yet. It's the agent part. I don't want to recruit. Like, I don't want to watch games all day, you know, just to have a list of like 300 kids only be able to sign like two or three just because that's how the process is um but i'm leaning more towards doing marketing eventually i want to have my own marketing company um and i want to market athletes and players and really build their brand and help them just have all those visions that they have off the court you know come to fruition um and why because being an agent, you gotta have a lot of capital, and your girl ain't got twenty thousand for one player for combine to come out of college, okay? When I graduate, I'm not gonna have that, <laughs> so um, I think a marketing rep is just easier. And the money is in the marketing, seriously. The money is in the marketing, unless you got a big deal player, contract money ain't gonna be super, super great, especially depending on what percentage that you're charging. in, one, two, three, whatever it be. Um, but I'm leaning more towards marketing, and that's the goal. But I hope, I hope this podcast was useful to you all listening. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know I talked a lot and I went on a tangent, but just really wanted to update you guys on what's happening with me and what's happening with my progress and my process. But I appreciate you. And without further ado, we out. So I'm gonna catch y'all on the next episode. Look forward to it. You know, every episode we drop in gyms. So look forward to it. All right, see y'all. And thank you for tuning in.